This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 219-inch. On this episode, our very own Ethan Allman recaps his adventures seeing Weird Al at SF Sketchfest 2024. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Welcome home, Ethan. I cannot wait to hear all about your recent trip to San Francisco and SF Sketchfest. Well, thank you, Dave. I am happy to be home, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. But first, you know we got something we gotta do, and that's called What's Happening in Weird Al-Related News! Well, on a previous episode, we mentioned that the Emmy Award-winning film Weird the Al Yankovic Story was getting a limited edition steelbook, 4K, Ultra HD, and Blu-ray. Details beyond that weren't yet available at that time, but we do have a quick update for you. The Steelbook is now available for pre-order on Walmart.com. And according to Walmart, the Steelbook arrives February 15th, exactly two years and one day to the day after Ethan and I filmed our iconic scene in the Cobra Pit. This seems to be a Walmart exclusive, so in order to pre-order, you're going to need to head over to Walmart.com. This coming Sunday, February 4th, is the 66th Annual Grammy Awards, and the Weird the Al Yankovic Story soundtrack is nominated for an award. The Weird the Al Yankovic Story soundtrack is nominated for Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media, And if it wins, this will be Weird Al's sixth Grammy Award. Now, in their article predicting the winners for each Grammy category, Variety.com's prediction is that, unfortunately, my own emphasis added there, the Barbie soundtrack will win Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media. And furthermore, WeirdAl.com says Al received his 17th Grammy nomination for the Weird the Al Yankovic Story soundtrack album. It will be losing to the Barbie soundtrack at the Grammy ceremony on February 4th. However, the Variety article does go on to say that Weird Al could win the award, so here's hoping. The event will air live on CBS and Paramount Plus on Sunday night starting at 8pm Burrito Burrito time. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast... Best of luck to compilation producers Leo Bierenberg, Zach Robinson, and Al Yankovic, as well as music supervisor Suzanne Kaufman. And this just in. Weird Al has been nominated for a 2024 Audio Award, which recognizes distinction in audiobooks and spoken word entertainment. Al was nominated in the multi-voiced performance category for his narration of the recently released audiobook, Surely You Can't Be Serious, The True Story of Airplane, by David Zucker, Jim Abrams, and Jerry Zucker. Weird Al narrated the audiobook with a full cast, including Barry Diller, Bo Bridges, Bill Hader, David Zucker, Jerry Zucker, Jim Abrahams, and Jimmy Kimmel, among others. Winners will be revealed at the 2024 Audis Gala, taking place at the Avalon in Los Angeles on March 4th. 
to see the full list of nominees or to purchase tickets to the event, head on over to audiopub.org. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast, congratulations on the nomination and best of luck to Al and the full cast of the audiobook. This week, Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Weird Al joined together yet again, this time for a podcast episode. Jesse interviewed Al for his podcast, Dinner's on Me, now available uh, wherever you're probably listening to this right now. Previously, Weird Al designed a burgundy bow tie for Jesse's Tie the Knot bow tie line on the tiebar.com with proceeds supporting charity. The design was, of course, appropriately named The Weird Al. The following news item might be disturbing to some listeners, so discretion is advised. On the weekend of January 20th, the Logan Theater in Chicago was scheduled to do some screenings of Weird Al's film UHF. Our friend and listener, Owen Watson, who is the artist behind our incredible Gill and Chill artwork, was in attendance at one of the screenings when a disruptive member of the audience pulled a gun and threatened the audience. Now, thankfully, Owen and everyone else who was there was able to escape safely and were unharmed. Owen said that the film was about at the point of Raoul's Wild Kingdom and that the person came in late and was being noisy and disruptive before the incident. As of this recording, no arrests have yet been made as far as we know. In our opinion, a Weird Al-related event is and should always be a safe space for fans to enjoy themselves. We are absolutely disgusted and horrified to hear about what happened, and our hearts go out to Owen and the other Weird Al fans and everyone in attendance. In much lighter news, our listener Brian A. Miller let us know that Weird Al got a mention on the January 23rd episode of Jeopardy, but not like you'd expect. Nope, there wasn't a category or a question about Weird Al. Instead, a contestant mentioned him in his banter between rounds. While talking about his previous win, the contestant Robbie mentioned getting in an Uber and the song We Are the Champions was playing. He said that the song was, quote, preferable to a certain Weird Al song I won't mention. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have mentioned that one either. I'm not a huge fan of Trash Day. Uh, I'm not sure that's the one he was talking about, Dave. Well, Robbie went on to win the game. We sure hope he didn't put on Weird Al Yankovic in 3D on his way home. Our friend Isaiah Ferguson, who animated his take on a music video for My Bologna, has some exciting news. His video will be screened as part of the monthly Silver Lake Shorts event happening at El Cid in Los Angeles on February 9th at 8 p.m. Too bad it's not being screened at... Burrito Burrito, this episode is brought to you in part by Vegan Burrito Restaurant, Burrito Burrito, home of the two-pound double wrap in the quesadilla burrito burrito as in Wizard Burger in Albany, New York. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and Burrito Burrito, your Burrito Burrito and Wizard Burger for mouth-watering loaded, dare I say, beefy vegan burgers. From Albany to Uranus, Burrito Burrito and Wizard Burger feed the hungry with out-of-this-world, plant-based, real food, always vegan style. Visit BurritoSquared.com and WizardBurger.com to order ahead. Okay, let's check out what's happening in Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast Related News. In case you missed it, last Wednesday, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 51 Centimeter, where we chronicle our time on the wonderful island of Maui to see the final Weird Al concert from the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour was released for everyone. 
This fun two and a half hour long episode not only recaps the final show of the tour, but also marks the final concert review in our ridiculously self-indulgent bonus series. But Ethan, does that mean that it is our final ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode ever? Well, Dave, my fine, distinguished, and handsome friend. Wait, did you write this? Yes. Not necessarily. Stay tuned as we have a few more ideas up our sleeves to round out those episodes. Ooh, I, a fine, distinguished, and handsome gentleman, cannot wait to hear what they are. And speaking of reviews, Ethan, you just recently spent the weekend in the city by the bay. I did? Yeah, you know, Fog City. Um. Come on, Golden Gate City. Sunset City, the City of Love, the Golden City. Uh, sorry, Dave. I really just, I can't follow what you're saying. I'm sorry. The Paris of the West. Oh, San Francisco. Yeah, I was just there at SF Sketchfest. All right. So I know you were there to attend some events that featured Weird Al, but why don't you tell us about the whole trip? Sure, Dave. I ended up seeing 10 shows and three of them Weird Al were on, but there was a lot more Weird Al goodness throughout the weekend. So I'll tell you all about it. I flew in on Thursday the 18th and I checked into my hotel and I have to say it was maybe the worst place I've ever stayed in in my life. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's saying a lot because I know you stayed at the Shangri-La in Massachusetts <laughs> and that place was pretty bad. This was even worse than Shangri-La, if you can imagine, Dave. <laughs> I, I can't imagine. It's impossible. It really it was nasty. It was disgusting, but it was super cheap and it was fairly close to everything. So I, I tried to spend as little time in that room as possible. <laughs> so after I checked in, I got right back out and I was exploring the city and not too far from there, I actually found a bar with a poster advertising SF Sketchfest, and it had a lineup of every single comedian possible who's attending, and Weird Al's name was right on it. So I was psyched. I was like, I got to find these posters for us before the weekend's over. Well, I hope this story has a happy ending. <laughs> we'll see, Dave. We'll see. <laughs> so the first night I was there was the first night of Sketchfest. And the opening show was Eric Idle with Jeff B. Davis at a venue called the Castro. And so I headed down to the Castro. And as soon as I got there, I saw the marquee. And it was a beautiful marquee and a really nice little strip of the city. And right across the street from the very first show was... Rossi's Deli. Oh, no way. That's awesome. You know, actually, <laughs> to go off topic a little bit, they're actually I've actually been to a Rossi's Deli. It was in Poughkeepsie. We went there before one of the Weird Al shows. So uh, I got to ask you, though, did you go inside Rossi's Deli? And did they have the rye or the Kaiser? Well, I didn't go in, but I'm pretty sure they had just sourdough at the very least. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I do wonder, do you get a discount if you go to Rossi's Deli and, and show your ID? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a discount in Poughkeepsie and I did not get a discount at the Rossi's restaurant in Myrtle Beach either. So <laughs> I think uh, there's a conspiracy out against me. Jeez. Well, that's terrible, Dave. I'm really sorry to hear. So it was time for me to head into the show. And as I walk in, they hand me a little postcard palm card. And it has a very similar design as that poster I saw. But it's smaller, and on the back there's a QR code to read the program. But it did have Weird Al's name on it, so I was able to snag a couple, Dave. So you certainly have one waiting for you. I like the way this story is going so far. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, Dave, 
this was the first show of the festival. What is the first thing you think I do once I walk in the door? Well, if it was a Weird Al concert, the first thing I know you would do would be head straight to the merchandise booth and check out and see what they have. That's exactly what I did, Dave. So I found the merchandise and they had some really cool stuff for the Sketchfest and their logo, but they did not have anything with the artist names on it. So nothing that said Weird Al. But I was there and I was interested and I bought a couple things and I asked, I said, hey, I saw a really cool poster when I was at a bar earlier today. Do you happen to have any of those that I could have? And uh, this really nice woman, Jen, she actually works for SF Sketch Fest and she had something to do with the merch. She said that she may have a couple, so to send her an email and she will get back to me. So I was like, okay, I sent her an email right then and there. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I told her, you know, I, I came out just to see Weird Al and, uh, you know, I'm adding a couple other things. Um, and uh, she, she loved the commitment and uh, she said she's a, a big poster collector herself. So she understands the desire. So um, cool. so that's a good sign, Dave. So you'll have that's to good. wait to see because there's still a few more days. <laughs> okay. So I got a really great seat. It was the front row of the balcony. And the show uh, was incredible. I mean, it's it's a, a Monty Python member. It's Eric Idle. And right. it's Jeff B. Davis from Whose Line Is Anyway. And, yep. I mean, they did, uh, they told stories. They sang songs. Uh, they, they ended with Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. They did the famous Nudge Nudge sketch. And they even did a never before seen Monty Python sketch. So it was, it was just, it was really cool. It was such a fun show. Such a great way to start the weekend. Yeah. It sounds like a wonderful start to your weekend. And so as I'm heading out of the theater, who do I run into, but past guest of the podcast, Dave Hill. Oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah. It was so cool. I was great to see him for a second and I made my way back to the crypt I was staying in. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I was really excited for my second day. And so just as a little bit of a heads up, Dave, there's no Weird Al scheduled until Saturday. So we are now okay. starting Friday. So don't get your hopes up too high, but there is some Weird Al stuff. So I slept in and I headed right to uh, the venue I was going to. So I had two shows that day and both of them were at the same venue. So got there a little bit early. I got to this uh, restaurant right near the venue, Pena Pacamama. I think. And it wow. was a South American vegan food restaurant and they were incredible. I mean, it, I was the only person there and the bartender liked me. So he gave me a free order of kale chips and you may hear kale chips and think, wow, he must have hated you. But <laughs> I have to say, Dave, it was incredible. I don't know what the heck it was, but there maybe there was like crack cocaine mixed in with the, the, the kale because it was absolutely incredible. Well, it probably wouldn't have been my first choice, but I'm glad you had a nice breakfast slash lunch. Slash dinner. <laughs> slash dinner. So the first show and second show of the day were at a place called Club Fugazi. And this is a place where I think they typically throughout the year have like a Cirque show. Um, so like kind of, you know, okay, people cool. doing that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's a really neat little space. And the first show I was seeing was David Wayne's World of Wonder. And so David Wayne, he is he's one of the comics from mtv's the state the you know the classic 90s uh sketch tv show he's also in the tv right. show stella 
uh, he actually was also the creator and uh, director of Wet Hot American Summer and of their like spinoff, uh, The First Day of Camp, the Netflix show that Weird Al makes an appearance in. So he was uh, the main guy on the show. Cool. And then it was also with Michaela Watkins, who is a comedian and actress from The Groundlings and I think did a season on SNL. So it's a really neat show and it's magic and comedy and Sometimes when you see like a magic comedy show, it's like they don't really do any magic. It's more just like pretend, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, that was magic, but it wasn't really uh, impressive <laughs> or anything. But this was yeah. both impressive and really funny. So it was a great show. Um, Tony Hale from Veep and Arrested Development was on the show. And if you remember, he also had that Netflix show, Archibald's Next Big Thing, that Weird Al was a voice on uh, within the past oh. couple of years. So he was there. And then Kevin Pollack was also on the show. Uh, he's oh, a okay. yeah. comedian and he's an actor. And if you remember, he hosted the Kevin Pollack chat show right. that Sam Levine was on. And they interviewed Weird Al a few times and they even put out a DVD of one of Weird Al's appearances. So he was on the show. And then also from The Daily Show, Dulce Sloan. So it was a totally packed, really fun show. So as I'm heading out from the show, I ran into Joe Latrulio, also from the state and actor and comedian. I got to get a picture with Tony Hale, uh, David, and Michaela, which was awesome. And then while I'm out there, I'm just sort of like, I don't know what to do because there's a little bit of downtime between shows. So I'm like half like, hmm, should I go get some more kale chips or what should I do? (laughs) (laughs) And I see this guy uh, waiting by the stage door and and he had gotten a a few pictures. Uh, I saw him getting some pictures and autographs. And uh, he seemed like a nice guy. So I went over and uh, his name was Troy. And he is a hardcore, like the way that we're hardcore about collecting Weird Al stuff. He is hardcore yeah. about autographs. So oh, cool! this guy, he didn't even have tickets to any of the shows. He just knew who was going to be on him. And he brought stuff to get signed. So so Troy was there and, and um, we were talking about Weird Al. And he's a big fan and uh, a really neat guy. And he wasn't like one of those weird like eBay seller guys. He just, right. He's a collector. He's just, he's one of us. <laughs> He just goes about it in a different way than than we do. So had a really good time chatting with with Troy and he was waiting by the artist entrance. So I was like, I mean, this guy's cool. This sounds fun. I'll, I'll totally hang out with this guy. So, and then, you know, he'd be a guy to take a picture for me and I could take a picture for him. So while I'm hanging out with Troy, who walks in but Thomas Lennon? From oh no what you know yeah weird the Al Yankovic story <laughs> and our other stuff yeah our co-star and, you know, and one of the presenters <laughs> at Weird Al's Hollywood Star Ceremony exactly and I was so excited because he wasn't even listed as being on this next show but he was a surprise guest so I was like oh my god I get to see Tom Lennon I got to meet him and I did tell him I was at the Star Ceremony and I loved his speech I told him that we're co-stars in the film and <laughs> he was super nice he took a really fun picture with me. And then also while we're waiting, who else shows up but David Cross from Mr. Show with Bob and David, my all-time favorite show. Yep. <laughs> I'd never met David before. So oh, now, cool. now that we met Bob a few months ago and now I met David, my, my life is complete, Dave. I, <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. And it was not a surprise that David Cross was there because the next show was called David Cross and friends. So it was uh, it started off with David Cross and he takes the stage and I'm sitting right in the front row all the way to Jim's side. And he takes the stage and like literally the first thing he says, he looks at me and he points. He's like, Hey, I just took a picture with you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so then, of course, Tom Lennon was on the show and he did stand up. I'd never seen him do stand up before. Oh, cool. Um, wow. This really great comic and actress, Zainab Johnson. She's from the TV show Upload. She also did stand up. And then yet again on the show for the second show in a row for me was Kevin Pollack. So it was a really fun show. It was super funny. Really great stand up. And so after the show, I go back outside and who's still there but Troy. Troy is still waiting. <laughs> and he is super excited because he wants to meet Kevin Pollack. He's got some posters he wants him to sign. So I'm hanging out with Troy. I'm telling him about the show. And one of the employees at the venue is like, hey, guys, the other entrance, the other door over there, that's where artists are going to be coming in for the after party. So you may actually snag some good autographs if you go over there so i was like oh, okay cool. yeah i didn't i mean i didn't have anything going on i was just chatting with troy so he wanted to go over there so i go over and, and we're chatting and i end up running into tim duria of the weird pals podcast our buddy who we met oh, yeah. in new york uh right. in the fall. yeah tim uh, so he's an improv comic, and he was performing on a show or two. So he, as an artist, was able to go to the after party, which was really cool. And so then, not too long after I saw him, a stand-up comedian who I've booked and performed with a number of times, Kate Willett, walks by. And I'm like, oh, hey, Kate. And she's like, hey. She's like, are you going to the after party, Ethan? I was like, no, I'm, I'm not on the list. And she's like, well, how about I bring you in? And I was like... Okay, so nice. <laughs> Kate brings me in. She gets me in because she's a you know performer, and I get to go to the after party. And it wow. was in the same venue uh, as I, the last two shows I just saw. Right. And I talked to Kate for a little bit, and then you know we go off and do our own things. And the first person I run into is Jeff Davis from Who's Line. <laughs> so right. awesome. So I'm like, hey, and I, I talked to him. I told him that. You know, I, I, I'm connected to Colin Mockery and Brad Sherwood through work. And so oh, we, we cool, yeah. had, had some commonality there. Had and we're Connection. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. And, you know, we're chatting about the Eric Idle show. And he's telling me, like, how they put it together. And it was just, it was so cool. He, he was really opening up with me and telling me some really neat stuff. And awesome. I mentioned, of course, that I, you know, of course, I'm wearing a Weird Al shirt and, you know, shoes. And uh, I, I can't help but mention uh, I'm out to see some Weird Al uh, appearances. And he says, oh, Weird Al is such a great guy. He's so talented. And I was like, oh, do you know Al? He says, yeah, I do know Al because Al is friends with Eric Idle. So they have all been at parties together. And I guess at these parties, everyone whips out an, an instrument and they just start jamming together. So, Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So Jeff said that on numerous occasions, he has jammed with Eric Idle, Weird Al, Kevin Nealon, and like other like famous musicians and celebrities. Just like they'll put a, a wow. Beatles song on and everyone just plays along. And he said that, you know, Al is just absolutely incredible. No matter what the song is, Al knocks it out with, with the accordion. So I, I can't even comprehend how cool it would be to, <laughs> to witness something like that. <laughs> that sounds absolutely amazing. Any set or subset of those people you mentioned all jamming together would be incredible to be in on. Oh my God. It makes me want to like, a, become famous, but B, learn how to play an instrument. <laughs> I, I feel like I need both of those things, not one or the other. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could pick up the vibra slap. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and I can count how many times you use it. <laughs> so I'm still talking to Jeff. We actually, we talked for like 15, 20 minutes. We really, uh, we got along wow. really great. Cool. And 
he was saying he thinks it's really crazy that Weird Al owns a purple Hummer. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't huh? think Al has a purple Hummer. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, maybe it's yellow. And I'm like, I really have never heard that Weird Al owns a Hummer. So I don't know where he got that from. And maybe it's a it's a an insider secret that Al gallivants around town <laughs> in a brightly colored Hummer. Last I knew, I thought he had a Tesla, but you never know. <laughs> so maybe maybe uh maybe al can let us know next time we we see him if he drives a purple and or yellow hummer <laughs> i eventually got to meet jeff davis's friend she was a trapeze artist and he had actually done trapeze at one of her shows in la at, at one point and so they're friends and i'm talking to her and she obviously is a really cool person to talk to and yeah. I brought up, I said, hey, I don't know if you'd realize this, but Weird Al did, you know, some some circus art stuff on uh, Circus of the Stars. And so his friend goes, oh, my mentor, the guy who trained me, Richie Guyona, he's the trainer who trained all the celebrities from Circus of the Stars. So he would have trained Weird Al. So oh, wow. that was just, it's like, I can't go anywhere, Dave, without <laughs> meeting without someone. <laughs> it was really cool. So I spent some time talking to her and, and, and then who do I see, but Jonah Ray, our good buddy and past podcast guest. So uh, it was really cool to get to catch up with Jonah. And I, I talked to him about how, um, you know, he hosted that weird screening with Eric Appel and Rain Wilson um, yeah. And then how he did the Vulture Fest with Weird Al uh, last fall. And um, we we're talking about his new movie, Destroy All Neighbors, uh, that, that just premiered on Shudder. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So it was really cool. Um, so then after I uh, chatted with Jonah, we went our separate ways. And I sort of was between conversations and trying to see if I knew anyone else when this woman a random woman comes up to me and she's like, Hey, I see that you're standing here by yourself and I'm here by myself. So I wanted to say hi and, and get to know you. I was like, Hey, that sounds great. And as it turns out, this woman, her name is Melissa Claire. And so she's a massage therapist and she's an actress and she's involved in comedy and theater. And she was working for SF Sketchfest for this, uh, for this run and she's telling me about her old job. She used to work for the Simpsons and like all this like crazy stuff. And I'm just like, this person is so awesome. I'm so glad she came up to me randomly. And so yeah. like, we're already best friends and maybe like 15 minutes into the conversation, I bring up weird Al like, Hey, are you a weird Al fan? Uh, you know, my go-to line when I'm meeting new people. And right. <laughs> as it turns out, not only is she a, a big weird Al fan, she is dating a guy named Webster Colcord. And uh, so okay. Webster, he is a major animator. And back in the day, in the early 90s, he worked on this little uh, music video called Jurassic Park for Weird Al. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, he wasn't like one of the three or four main guys. Like, if you remember the like behind the scenes video. Right. Uh, he wasn't one of those guys, but he was someone that worked with them. And so there were a few segments that he he built himself, which. Very cool. So cool. And so uh, immediately I got in touch with him. 
and he said he sent me some like photos and stuff and he said wow. not only did he work on Jurassic Park but a few years earlier he actually stayed over at Weird Al's house and slept on his couch so <laughs> wow that's a story <laughs> yeah so uh we're, he's definitely someone who we're going to have to interview and we'll let him tell that story because it's it's awesome and uh, there's so many really cool things he told me because uh, I did connect with him later and uh, I'll save those for when we do have Webster on the podcast. But it was just, Dave, I couldn't believe my luck uh, this this day. I, I got to meet so many cool people, celebrities, new friends, Weird Al related people. It was just incredible. It sounds like a great day number two. I'm excited to hear about your day number three because I know that one you actually hopefully get to see Weird Al. That's right. So the first day I saw one show, the second day I saw two shows, and then the third day I saw three shows. And if you keep going, I saw four on the fourth day. Thank goodness I left after that. I know. Jeez. <laughs> you were get... still there and you'd be like in the double digits by now. So the first show of the day was at a is a traditional uh, like stand up comedy club. It's called Cobb's Comedy Club, and the show I was seeing was called The State Hits and Misses. So it was a reunion mm. of sorts for The State from MTV. So I was thrilled. Okay. When I walk in the door, first thing I see at their merchandise is a flyer for the middle aged dad jam band because of course the middle aged dad jam band is run by david wayne and ken marino and they're two of the original members of the state so they're promoting their show that evening and of course weird al's name is on the flyer so i'm like oh my god i love this and i asked the woman at the merch stand can i have this flyer and she's like uh you know i think she you know obviously they wanted to promote the show i was like sure what if i come back after the show ends she's like oh yeah totally i can give it to you then so it's like okay great awesome so I walk in the venue and i immediately run into sam levine <laughs> oh our friend and past guest of the podcast yeah sam levine. yeah it was awesome so cool guy. awesome yeah he's great and so i i find my seat and I am sitting right next to, they have like portraits of, of different comedians who've performed at the club over the years. And I'm sitting right next to a portrait of Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> Just by it's random destiny. chance. destiny. Destiny. <laughs> so the show was past members of the state. Not every single person was there, but it was Joe LaTrulio, Ken Marino, Carrie Kenny Silver, Kevin Allison, Thomas Lennon, Todd Hollebeck, and then a special guest. Kevin Pollock. So now the third show in a row I'm seeing with Kevin Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a really great show. They they did old sketches that they had written for MTV but never actually uh, put on the, the air for one reason or another. So it was really cool to see um, these, to me, brand new sketches. Um, afterwards, as I'm walking out, I ran into... Jonah Ray again. (laughs) (laughs) It was cool to see Jonah again. I went to the merch stand. I got my flyer. They only had one. Uh, Sorry, Dave. Um, I got uh, another picture with Tom Lennon. I got to meet Carrie Kenny Silver. And then I got to see Kevin Allison, who uh, is someone who has a podcast called Risk. It's a storytelling podcast that I've been on. And one of my stories uh, called Y'all Got Hambu went a little bit viral on his podcast. So I, I got a picture of him. I was like, Kevin, it's me, Ethan. Y'all got Hambu. And he's like, Oh my God, Ethan. It's so great to see you. <laughs> I haven't seen him in, in probably 10 years. So it was really cool uh, to, to see him. Awesome. Okay. Second show of the day, same exact venue, Cobb's comedy club. This show is called celebrity autobiography and it featured 
yet again, now my third show in a row with Thomas Lennon. <laughs> second show in a row with Carrie Kenny Silver. And my second show with Dulce Sloan. And my second show with Tony Hale. So a lot of reused celebrities and comedians, but all really great ones. Um, yeah. And then also on the show was Lorraine Newman, who is an original SNL member, which was so freaking cool. And then uh, this actress, Jennifer Tilly, who the name didn't sound super familiar to me, but she has like such an unmistakable, iconic voice that if you looked her up and you heard her voice, you'd be like, oh, my God, I I recognize that from everything. Um, So she was there and it was this really neat show where they read excerpts from actual celebrity autobiographies. um, And it was just, you know, out of context they're just hilarious and how egotistical and benign these celebrities are. <laughs> it was just, it was such a fun show. Um, and I was seated next to an emo Phillips portrait for this show. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and so then perfect. <laughs> as I'm leaving this show to go meet Zeb, Zeb was Zeb Lemke, our, our good friend and who has contributed so much to the podcast musically. And uh, he's such a great guy. He was picking me up so we could go to our next show, the middle-aged dad jam band. So as I'm walking out to meet him outside, I see another middle-aged dad jam band flyer hanging up at the club. And I'm like, they, they won't be upset if I take this because literally, you know, at this point, like who are they going to advertise to the, you know, this show's let out. The next show is going to conflict with the, the next one. So I go up and I'm like, I'm just going to take it down, but I'm going to try and be discreet. I'm going to get this for Dave. And I pull it down and it rips. And oh, no. <laughs> so, but Dave, you'll be happy to know you have two thirds of a middle aged dad jam band flyer. Uh, so you're welcome. <laughs> it's better than zero thirds. <laughs> well, two thirds, thank you to you. <laughs> You're welcome. It still has Weird Al's name on it, so it's okay. okay. <laughs> Guess it's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Zeb and I had bought VIP tickets to the Middle Age Dad Jam Band, and that gave us early entry to the venue, and we got to see the sound check and a few other things. So he picks me up, and it's raining, and we get all the way across the city to that venue. And we get to the the theater, and who's standing out there in the rain but Troy from the night before. Oh, the autograph guy. The autograph guy. So I was like, hey, Troy, how's it going, man? And uh, it turns out that he was waiting there, and not too much earlier than when we got there, he got to see Weird Al walk in. And he said Al just, he didn't get dropped off in a limo or anything. Al just kind of walked in off the street. And he got a, a weird poster and some Funko Pops signed by Al. So he was so thrilled. Nice. So I uh, was really happy for him. All right, Ethan, I got to stop you there. Okay. Because if your friend Troy happened to have a Weird the Al Yankovic story poster with him, and he had Weird Al sign it, did he also happen to have Biker Number 8 sign it as well? <laughs> you know, he should have, Dave. I actually, it's funny because the night before I said, you know, Troy, I am in the film. You know, you do see me in the movie. Uh, I said, I, I, I could sign that poster for you. And I don't know if he was being nice, but he's like, oh yeah, I definitely want your autograph. But he, <laughs> he, he never pulled out the poster and asked me. Uh, so you're ah. lost, Troy. <laughs> he missed out on a golden opportunity. You know how much he could have sold that for on eBay. I know. 
He could have sold it to one of our listeners for like five bucks. (laughs) (laughs) And they would have said, hey, do you have one that isn't signed? (laughs) So I get into the venue. And so the show officially started at eight and we probably got in around 630, Seb and I. And there were maybe, I don't know, 20 to 25 other VIPs there with us. And we get in and the jam band, they're already on stage. They're doing a sound check. They're kind of going through stuff. And uh, after they probably did three or four songs, like afterwards, they'd stop and adjust the levels and be like, oh, make sure you come in here. And it was it was pretty neat getting to uh, get a little preview. And so we're, we're watching this and we get some drinks and we see that next to the stage, we see Weird Al sitting there just uh on a chair on his phone but kind of behind a curtain so not like accessible but if you stand in a certain spot in the audience you can easily see al just hanging out so uh, we we didn't want to bug him but you know when the the sound check ended we see this guy rush over and say something to al and he handed over a big poster tube and it just disappeared and then the tube came back and then Al walked backstage. So we're like, Oh, we got to go talk to this guy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, they were just about to do like a meet and greet, um, David Wayne and Ken Marino. And I assume Al wanted to not pull away any attention from, you know, the guys who people paid to see. So, so that's probably yeah. why he went backstage after the guy spotted him. But I had to go talk to this guy. So I, I was like, Hey, what did you, what did weird Al sign for you? And uh, so this guy, his name is Jerry, and he had Weird Al sign a UHF movie poster. And I, you know, we we're talking to him, and he said he's a big Weird Al fan. UHF's his favorite movie. So I gave him a wooden nickel, Dave, of course, the ones we made for our Darwin trip. And the guy, like, was like, uh, okay. I was like, yeah, it's, it's for the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. And he's like, okay. I was like, you've never listened to the UHF soundtrack, huh? And he's like, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I think he was just a, another on-the-surface Weird Al guy. He wasn't a die-hard fly-to-San-Francisco <laughs> Weird Al guy. <laughs> but uh, his name was Jerry, and uh, he was very nice. So I did check. There was no Weird Al name on any of the Dad Jam Band merch. But Zeb and I, we got photos with Ken Marino and David Wayne. And uh, because we were the VIPs, instead of standing room only on the floor, we got to go to the second level where they had this really cool balcony railing uh, with seats. So we got, you know, really, really great seats of the show. And not too long after the show started, on the other side of a column from where we were sitting, Weird Al showed up and he was sitting there watching the show with Suzanne and Tom Lennon and Sam Levine. So it was just like, it was so cool. We were were just (laughs) mere feet away from Weird Al enjoying the same show, which was pretty neat. Wow. All those four people sitting with amazing celebrities, you and Zeb Lemke. Yeah. Can you believe Tom and Suzanne got to sit that close to people who have been on Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch Weird Al podcast? (laughs) (laughs) So the concert was awesome, Dave. I mean, they basically the the shtick of the show is they are middle aged dads in a jam band, and they're just they're covering rock and roll hits, and it, it was just it was so much fun because they would do a song, and then they would kind of banter in between, but it was really funny. Oh, nice. and there were bits, and it was great. And so 
throughout the evening, a couple different guests came out. So one of the guests was Kevin Allison, uh, Joe Latrulio, Michaela Watson, Carrie Kenny Silver, and then Tom Lennon. So it was like all awesome people, but also people I just literally met in the last like day or two. <laughs> wow. So that was that was kind of funny. There were a couple like kind of pseudo Weird Al related songs. Uh, they did eight six seven five three zero nine, which, of course, was uh, parodied by Zeb Lemke and I. We did the the Jim Kimo West phone number song, which I believe was three seven two five eight zero six, which <laughs> right. you can hear on our podcast. They did a like the Rocky theme, and Carrie Kenny she sang "Stop Dragging My Heart Around," which of course Weird Al parodied, and then right. um, not incredibly weird out related but really cool tom lennon saying sweet transvestite from rocky horror and then cool uh the final guest to come out was weird al yankovic (laughs) oh very nice very nice what did weird al perform so he sang we're an american band by grand funk railroad so a a song that we've seen him do on the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour yep and it was funny because they they started the song they, they started the music and then Al just like runs on stage from off stage and like he gets to the microphone like exactly in time for his first lyric. It was so funny. I love that. <laughs> so Al does the one song, he leaves, they do a few more songs, and then for the encore, Al came out with an accordion. I don't think it was his accordion, Ooh. I think someone brought it for him. But he came out and he played accordion on the song Scenes from an Italian Restaurant by Billy Joel. So that was super cool. It was a really neat thing uh, to get to see him do that. Uh, The band was great. I mean, it was just it was so much fun. So we head downstairs after the show and I run into our friend Dominic Del Bene. He is a guy that we met at um, Carnegie Hall. He was there with our good friend Craigums, aka Craig Bill Meyer, aka Hotlicks Hulahan. And uh so I think you you that's where you would have met him. And I I've I've yep. seen him a few times uh because he produces the crossword show with Zach Sherwin. Uh so it was really cool to see him. I was able to secure a set list from someone on stage, which is very cool. Nice. And then I saw Jen, who I had met the other night about the posters, and she said oh, she had posters yeah. for me, but they weren't with her. So I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> so she's like, I, I know you're going to Mo Willems tomorrow morning, so I'll bring him. I was like, great. Okay. And then I see this guy, and he just like, sometimes you see people, and they just look like they're famous or something. <laughs> so I see this guy, and I'm just like, this guy looks like I know him from somewhere. So I just went up to him. I was like, hey, it, it looks like I know you from somewhere. And it turns out he was John Appleton, and he's in the band Real Big Fish and Goldfinger, uh, oh. two punk ska band so i'm like oh my god real big fish i was like that is you know the artist that weird al pastiches for his song your horoscope for today and he was not familiar with that song but he's like oh my god that's awesome i gotta check it out and so he and i had a really great conversation i said you know a couple guys who used to be in real big fish actually played on weird al's song he's like oh i wonder if i know him so it's like well it's Dan Regan and Tavis Wirtz. And he's like, oh my God, I'm good friends with those guys. So I told him about the podcast and he's, he said, he's totally going to get us in touch. So I couldn't believe my luck. (laughs) Like literally I can't go anywhere without (laughs) Without (laughs) running into someone who is like podcast weird Al related. So cool. Wow. That sounds like a really jam packed day. And 
Your next day, Sunday, is a four-show day, so <laughs> tell us about that oh, one. Oh, man, Dave. So I was like, if I'm going out to San Francisco, I'm going to just see as much as I humanly possibly can. And you know I'm a huge fan of just all things comedy, so right, I, was, of course. I was just like jamming stuff in. So this day was like show after show after show all over the city, all in different venues this time. But I made it happen. I made it work, and it was so much fun. So... Uh, luckily Zeb is local to San Francisco and he was going to all the weird Al events with me. So pretty early, our first show started at 11 AM on Sunday. So Zeb picked me up and we get to, and this is the same place that I saw Eric Idle a few days before. And so we, we park on the street and it, right outside the car is this street art of divine who obviously in weird the yankovic stories played by nina west so zev and i took a picture of the art and i posted it on the 2000 inch instagram i tagged nina west and nina west reposted the story to all of their followers so so that was so cool so zev and i we get to the theater and we run into our friends who we're going with it's beefalo bill burke and his son colin and then nice weird al superfan Tara Lynn and her partner Noah. So I I don't know if you know Tara Lynn. I actually met her at Carnegie last tour. Have you met her before? Oh yeah, Tara Lynn and I, we go way back. I first met Tara Lynn in one of the Hershey Park theater shows oh, way wow. back in 2000. Oh, July geez. 9, 2000 was the first time I met Tara Lynn. And we've been great friends since. I love Tara Lynn. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, this, this whole weekend was kind of a pain when it went on sale it wasn't quite as bad as when we went to tiff and we tried to get those tickets but ptsd from tiff the website kept crashing and so at the end of it i ended up with twice as many tickets as i needed and luckily tara lynn hadn't bought her tickets yet so uh her and her partner noah came in and they got those extra tickets and oh, Beefalo got great, an extra yeah. one for his son, and it just it, it worked out. So I was really thrilled that they were able to help me out. <laughs> but it was also really cool to get to see all of them. So uh, so we got it together. We went in, and we're like kind of waiting to get through the door, and someone's handing out papers. And so I whispered to Zeb, I'm like, we, we got to make sure we get a couple of these you know, for the collection. Because I'm assuming it's like a, a flyer or a poster right. or something. And um, so we go up. And it's just blank pieces of paper. (laughs) (laughs) And so I said, "Uh, I'll take one, please. And they said, oh, sorry, these are only for kids. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So I just wanted one, not even for my collection, just because, you know, someone's handing out something for me. Yeah. And hey, you're a kid. You're someone's kid. That's true. Well, I I wish you were there to stick up for me, Dave. But (laughs) I, I, I wasn't too bothered at the time because... If you remember, I met Jen the night before and she said she'd have posters for me. So I run up to Merch and I find Jen and she's like, I forgot him in the car. (laughs) So I was like, oh, I was like, you know, I'm leaving, right? (laughs) She's like, don't worry, don't worry. I'll have him tonight at the Triumph show. So I was like, okay, cool. So we go and we get to our seats and I am sitting with uh, Bill and his son, Colin, in the second row on Jim's side. And then Tara Lynn, Noah, and Zeb were on basically those seats, but on Steve's side. Um, okay. <laughs> so we're sitting there, we're waiting for the show to start, and I'm right on the the like the center aisle, the the furthest section, but on the center aisle. And who walks by me but 
Suzanne Yankovic and Nina Yankovic. So uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, hey, Suzanne. Hey, Nina. They're like, oh, hey. And I was like, oh, you know Beefalo Bill. And I, I just pointed to my left. And what I didn't realize is I was sitting next to Colin. And then Bill was sitting <laughs> next to Colin. So I was pointing at Colin. And Suzanne oh. <laughs> was like looking at Colin. And she's like, huh? I don't know him. I was like, oh, no, no. Beefalo Bill. And she's like, oh, Beefalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so so this show was um it's called mo willems and Storytime all stars live and dave to, to people like you and i and you know people who don't have kids and are not kids themselves uh you know without the technical speaking of you know we are technically <laughs> someone's kids uh mo willems is actually a super popular super famous children's author and illustrator so in my oh, cool. world, I don't know who the heck he is, except for this. Um, but in like a regular parent with a young kid's world, they're like, this guy is everywhere. So this show was him and then also a couple celebrity guests, a couple that you'll recognize, Dave, from earlier in this <laughs> week for me. Repeat <laughs> uh, people were Carrie Kenny yep. Silver, Joel Trulio, Dulce Sloan, <laughs> and then also W. Kamau Bell. Janet Varney and Weird Al Yankovic. So, ah. <laughs> and actually, Janet Varney did make an appearance on the Eric Idle show. So, the only person who wasn't a repeat was W. Kamau Bell. <laughs> but that was totally fine. Well, Willems, right? Well, tr- yeah, but he wasn't a guest. I mean, it was his show. Anyway, <laughs> it was a really neat show. It was absolutely for kids. There were a ton of kids there. Yeah. Uh, they they read books on the you know on the big screen of the like the celebrities acting them out. They played like funny videos, and then Mo Willem says that he couldn't pronounce the name of a sad clown. So since he couldn't pronounce it, he decided to change all the lyrics, and he wrote his own song about a broken ice cream truck. <laughs> so then Weird Al goes. Wait, you changed the words to someone else's song? And they like they argued back and forth and it was really funny. And ultimately Weird Al ended up singing this song. It is um the sad clown opera song that if you heard the tune you'd recognize. And okay. Weird Al sang it. It's it's like a, a this this opera and it was about like oh, a, wow. a broken ice cream truck at a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> it was so silly and amazing. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of it went over the kids' heads. I think the jokes about Al like not understanding yeah, yeah. what a parody is was mainly for the adults, but uh, it was really really cool and and so that was great. Uh, then they were gonna teach everyone how to draw so he's like all right get out your pieces of paper and i'm like crap i don't have a piece of paper oh no (laughs) and he said get out your pieces of paper our guests are gonna pass out crayons to everyone in the audience so they hand each celebrity a giant box with multiple little boxes of crayons for each aisle uh for each row and yeah so i'm sitting on the far gym side and who is the celebrity sitting on the far gym side of the stage but Weird Al. So he is handing stuff Perfect. out to our section. So as I said, I'm in the second row. So Al comes down the aisle. He hands a box to the first person. And then he looks at me and he goes, oh, these are $5 for you. And it was really funny. It was cool to, to briefly get to talk to Al. I mean, did you pay up $5, right? I didn't have change, Dave. I I, I did couldn't make change, and luckily, I think Al must have covered it for me because he didn't he didn't say anything else. But it was I was <laughs> like at that point though I was like 
darn it. I, I don't get to draw with a, a, a crayon that Weird Al handed me. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> uh, so Bill saw my dismay and he ripped his paper in half and he broke his crayon in half. And he said, oh, we can share. what a guy. Yeah, what a guy. Beefalo Bill Burke. So uh, we drew an elephant and a, a pig and then everyone <laughs> held up their drawings. And I did get a picture of Al's. He did a very good job, by the way, of uh, drawing the elephant and the pig. And it was just a really neat and fun show. And it, you know, it's not a show I would have gone to if Weird Al wasn't on it, but it is something I would highly recommend, especially if you have kids uh, to go see Mo Willems if he does something like this with or without Weird Al. I thought it was really fun. Sounds great. All right, what's next? So next up, I had to go back across the city to see Doug Loves Movies. This is a podcast hosted by Doug Benson. And I've seen it before, and I'm a huge fan of Doug Benson, so it was a lot of fun uh, where they basically, it's like a a comedy game show where they do games related to movies. And it was really cool. Doug Benson was there with a couple other comedians, including a special guest, Amy Schneider, who is the second most winningest Jeopardy contestant of all time, just after Ken Jennings. So it was really cool to see her on the show. And afterwards, I got to meet her and I grabbed a picture with her and I told her, I said, I'm going to post this picture uh, for my, you know, my listeners of my Weird Al podcast. I'm going to say, I finally met someone who lost on Jeopardy eventually because she won like (laughs) 40 games in a row or something crazy. (laughs) Uh, So this is also another Weird Al connection. As I'm leaving Doug Loves Movies, I ran into Kevin McDonald. He is an original member of Kids in the Hall. And he just happened to be there because he had a show next at that venue. And so I told him, I said, Kevin, I actually saw you interviewing Weird Al a couple years ago. So he had a a podcast called Kevin McDonald's Kevin McDonald Show. And (laughs) this was the same uh, weekend as the star ceremony. He did a a little event and and Weird Al was, was one of the guests and I got to attend that. So very cool. He said that. That podcast is long gone, but, you know, he fondly remembered uh, interviewing Al. So that was cool to get to see him. So I got in the car and I headed back over to Club Fugazi, where I was the second day where I, you know, went to the after party and and saw David Cross. Uh And so I went there to see past guest and friend of the podcast, Dave Hill. He had a show called Caveman in a Spaceship. And it was so freaking good. If you've never seen Dave Hill perform live and you have an opportunity, you have to see him. And so it was really cool because when I met Melissa the other night, I said, if you have a chance, you got to see Dave Hill. He's so funny. And so she took my suggestion and she was there with her boyfriend, Webster, the guy who did the Jurassic Park video and slept on Weird Al's couch. And also, who was there, was my good buddy from back home here on the East Coast, Thomas Attila Lewis, who... Oh, nice! Yeah, who yeah. you've met and for years. Yeah. I have uh, I produced comedy shows with him, and he's also contributed to the podcast. And so it, it was really cool to get to see him, and we all got to experience the majestic nature of Dave Hill live on stage. So awesome. uh, the show ended, and Webster offered to drive Thomas and I to the show triumph. Let's make a poop because Melissa was working that show and she had to leave a little bit early. So Webster, uh, very graciously drove us over. It was the same venue as the Mo Willems thing and the Eric Idle thing. Okay. 
And so I get in the door and I race up to merchandise and to see if Jen remembered my posters. <laughs> and she did. So Yay! Dave, there's a happy ending after all. She was able to secure. Yeah, she was able to secure two posters. So one for me and then one for you. But I ripped part of yours on purpose just to tell them <laughs> apart. Uh, so you have two thirds of a poster, Dave. <laughs> Oh, well, two thirds of a thank you to you and Jen. Yes. <laughs> no, Dave, I didn't rip your poster. It's in mint condition. Not only did she, you know, secure these posters, she also gave me a little poster tube so I could get them home. Oh, safely. wow. So, yeah. So, Jen, big shout out to Jen. She really saved the day there. Jen, what a gal. Jen, what a gal. I love that. Have we ever done what a gal before? No, I don't believe we have. Well, we're going to have to use it for this next person I ran into because I ran into Dave, our number one Spotify listener of the year. It was Kiki. Oh, yeah, Kiki. Not only has she created some artwork for us that we haven't posted yet, but like you said, she was our number one listener on Spotify for the entire year of 2023. Very cool. It was so cool. So originally... When I knew I was going to San Francisco and I knew she lived near there, I asked her, are you going to these Weird Al shows? And she said, no. But she was able to secure tickets. And so she went with her sisters, Josie and Jay. And this was actually going to be her first time ever seeing Weird Al in person. So she was absolutely psyched uh, to see the show. Very awesome. So I gave her wooden nickels. I, I got some pictures with her and it was so cool. She surprised me. She did a special drawing for us. Dave, it was you and me with Triumph the Insult Comic Dog on my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on my head. It was so cool. So wow. <laughs> it was really pretty sink and majestic getting to meet Kiki and her sisters. So Kiki, what a gal. What a gal. Kiki, what a gal. Now, usually if we go to a Weird Al show, we will look to see if there's like a, a special drink or anything named after Weird Al or one of his songs. I just wanted to make note that at Triumph the Insult Comic Dog Show, they did have a special poop sandwich for sale. Whoa. <laughs> I hope you did not try it. No, oh, I did. No. I did, Dave. It was vegetarian, oh. so I had to try it. It was a sun butter and jelly sandwich, and it was it tasted like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean, it it wasn't uh, it it probably turned into poop not too long after though. So technically, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, like I said, Webster brought us there, and he brought some really cool things to show me. He has lenticular photos that he took with Weird Al. Wow, uh, back in the day. And those are the the ones where it's like kind of a bumpy kind of holographic photo where you when you uh, move it side to side, it looks like it's 3D. So he had maybe the coolest photo I've ever seen of someone with Weird Al. It's an in 3D picture of him and Al doing the pose from the cover of Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. So, so freaking cool. Wow, that sounds amazing. So he said he'll get some scans of that for us. Uh, so hopefully we'll, we'll have those to post at some point. So after we met Kiki and after I ate the poop sandwich, Dave, we headed to our <laughs> seats and my seats were in the front row on the aisle on Steve's side. And as I'm okay. finding the seats, I see a guy wearing a Al's brain t-shirt and it's a black one. And I know I don't have it in my collection. So I was like, dude, that is a 
awesome shirt, and that's super rare, so I hope you're taking care of it. <laughs> I know exactly which one you're talking about. That is the Brain X-Ray t-shirt. Yes! And those are extremely rare oh because God. those were only offered <laughs> at the uh, Al's Brain uh, 3D Journey Through the Human Brain exhibit from the Orange County Fair back in 2009 <laughs> and 2010. Whoa! And uh, I think they were actually offered on WeirdAl.com, but they are really rare. Those are very cool shirts. I have one in my collection as well. It is one of the Weird Al brain shirts that I do not have. So, of course, it like it piqued my interest. I'm like, if someone's wearing this really cool, rare Weird Al shirt, then they're fit to be my friend. Like, obviously. So, <laughs> so I started talking to him, and uh, he was absolutely aware of the podcast, and he's in you know the, the different Weird Al groups on Facebook, and his name is Michael Charbonneau, and uh, was really happy to meet and connect with him. Oh, very cool. So this show, Triumph, Let's Make a Poop, it was live streamed, so people could have purchased a ticket to see it live, and I do believe they're posting it in its entirety on YouTube, so I won't go too in-depth on it so people uh, who haven't seen it yet can have that experience, because obviously they won't be able to have the same experience on the Mo Willem show or whatever, but it was really awesome. Uh, The show started with Triumph singing a song with Dave Hill... On guitar, uh-huh. which was so cool. So Dave was there. Um, they had Michael Winslow, the sound effects guy from Police Academy. Uh, oh, yeah. And then the, sh- the show is basically like a parody of Jeopardy. Uh, so the first contestant was Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Then the <laughs> surprise guest was Rob Schneider from you know oh. all the Adam Sandler movies and SNL. Yeah. And then, of course, Weird Al was the third contestant and just as luck would have it weird Al was on the far steve side of the stage yet again right in front of where i was sitting so (laughs) it was incredible uh they had a couple guests uh kind of pop up throughout the show uh so thomas lennon again was there which was great okay um amber ruffin was there and she popped up and then they actually just added her to the contestant panel and you know the whole thing with triumph is he makes fun of people and he makes fun of politics and happenings and all that stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, someone like Rob Schneider is a bit easier to make fun of than maybe someone like Weird Al or, or Adam Savage. And it seemed like that maybe Triumph was having trouble really, quote unquote, pooping on Weird Al. So the majority of the jokes aimed at Weird Al were just, hey, Al, remember when you did this song? And then just a really like poorly written parody song that Triumph wrote <laughs> is performed. So that's like, that's, that's what Tom Lennon did. He sang one of those and Amber sang one. And um, at the end of the show, Weird Al, spoiler alert, he won. He, he had the most Ooh, points. Nice. And his prize was he got to do a duet with Triumph singing one of his Weird Al songs, which of course was a fake uh, parody that Triumph wrote. So, <laughs> uh, so Al sang it, and I think it's actually one that we heard on that other thing Triumph did with Weird Al a few years ago. But nevertheless, it was still really great uh, to see Al do a duet on that. <laughs> and after the show, Dave, I was able to get the attention of someone on stage, and they gave me just randomly a piece of paper. They're like kind of just giving people random pieces of paper from the stage. And I am 90% sure that what I got is Weird Al's lyric sheet from that song. So, um, wow. To be officially uh, determined, but I, I'm pretty sure 
And it was really great because Robert Smigel, who does Triumph, he stayed after and he was taking pictures of the people. So got to meet him, got to meet Triumph. And it was just such a great show, Dave. The other thing I wanted to mention is our friend Claire Walsh, she was watching the show live when it was happening. And they had the cameras going before the show actually started. And she said she could see a little bit of the audience. So I walked in front of the audience a few times and she was able to actually see me. (laughs) And so (laughs) um, then like I sat in my seat and I lifted up my hat and she's like, yeah, I could see, I couldn't see what was on your hat, but I could see your hat. So I thought that was pretty (laughs) funny. So look for me if you, when, when you watch (laughs) the triumph event. Okay, Dave. Now this was the last show of the festival for me. But something really exciting happened after the show. Oh, something exciting happened after the show. Please do go on. All right. So Dave Hill, he invited Tom and I to hang out with him at this Japanese karaoke bar. This is not like an official after party put on by the festival, but just, just, you know, this is a place that Dave Hill. Just a few guys hanging out. Yep. Totally. So. Yeah. Uh, we told Melissa and Webster about it, and the other guys weren't available. So Melissa and Webster drove us over to this little uh, karaoke bar, uh, Tom and I. And who is there but with Dave Hill, Robert Smigel, a.k.a. Triumph, Sam Levine, wow. Dave Foley from oh. Kids in the Hall, Rob Schneider, Jeez. Amber Ruffin, and, like, other comedians who I don't even know. Like, just all, like, it was half the bar was them. Wow. And then half the bar <laughs> were just, like, random regulars who were just there because it was a Sunday <laughs> night. You know, it was kind of awesome. insane. And as soon as I walked yeah. in, Sam's like, hey, you found the after party. And he's like... By the way, Weird Al's not here. And I was like, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was so much fun. We uh, were hanging out and people were performing. I I got to see Robert Smigels perform, Amber Singh, uh, Dave Hill. And so like all these people are performing. I'm like, if they have Weird Al on the list, then maybe I'll sing. So I grabbed a book and Dave they actually had a number of Weird Al songs. Oh, wow, really? Which uh, songs did they have? Okay, so I, I took a picture of the set list. So I'll read it to you. They had Achy Breaky Song, Amish Paradise, Bedrock Anthem, Christmas at Ground Z-E, not sure what that one is, <laughs> Dare to be Stupid, Eat It, eBay, Gump, I Lost on Jeopardy, I Think I'm a Clone Now, It's All About the Pentiums, Like a Surgeon, Men in Brown, oh. Night, Santa Went Crazy, One More Minute, Smells Like Nirvana, and Yoda. Uh, so, Men in Brown, I'm not sure I've heard that weird out <laughs> song. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's on the not in Weird Al song list. Yeah. <laughs> Probably misattributed, my guess. Well, since Webster was there, I was like, well, I totally have to do Jurassic Park, but that was not on the list. So, ah. first of all, Dave, would you have done karaoke in front of comedy celebrities? <laughs> <laughs> A, would you have done it? And B, what Weird Al song would you have done? That sounds very intimidating. I'm not sure I would have uh, stepped up and done it, <laughs> but I actually have done Weird Al karaoke before. I did uh, Dare to be Stupid uh, live in Las Vegas once. Oh, so, cool. Uh, so I probably would have picked Dare to be Stupid. That's a fun one. Which song did you pick? Well, so I, I actually offered to Sam Levine. I said, hey, how about we do a duet and do Dare to be Stupid? And he said, ah, got to pass. So uh, <laughs> I ended up picking Amish Paradise. And ah. it was 
a lot of fun. I I was uh, yeah, it was a good song. Singing to the camera, I was trying to do the like the motions that Al does. I was trying to do the hand waves, trying to get the audience to do it. Please tell me that somebody recorded this. <laughs> Dave, a recording does exist, but I'm hesitant oh. to post it because I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> But I am thinking that maybe... Maybe a Patreon exclusive, huh? Yeah, I think that's like a, a close-knit community. It's just our friends in there. Right. I think I can we'll do see. it. We'll I doubt anyone would pay five bucks to see me embarrass myself in front of Rob <laughs> Schneider, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of fun, Dave. I got off the stage and Sam Sam Levine, he came up to me and said, Weird Al would be proud. Nice job, Ethan. Aww. So, uh, it was very nice, and what a crazy experience to end off such a crazy weekend. Um, <laughs> so I had a lot of fun, and I do have one tiny addendum. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to mention from Monday, uh, the day after, I gave myself that full day before I flew home to just have a chance to unwind a little bit from a crazy weekend. <laughs> and yeah. So over the weekend, Suzanne posted a photo of Weird Al and Thomas Lennon at this place called Musee Mechanique. And it's this really cool mechanical arcade museum. Everything takes like coins and quarters and it's all really old, like hundred year old machines and stuff. So I was like, I got to go there on my day off. I mean, it wasn't too far. If Weird Al and Tom liked it, I'm sure I'll like it. So it was awesome, Dave. It was, it was really cool. And when I was there, one of the employees was chatting with me. And I said, hey, I, I actually found out about this place because I saw that Weird Al was here yesterday. Did you get to meet him when he was here? And the guy's like, Weird Al was here? What? <laughs> <laughs> and I got his name. Dave, his name was Bob. So all Weird Al related. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and also while I was there, I got my horoscope for today. So <laughs> <laughs> from one of those, you know, machines. Like oh, from, nice, nice. The movie nice, Big, nice. you know, it was like a type, you know, it was, it was very cool. Did they have Weird Al's Natural Museum of Hilarity pinball game? They did not, but they did have oh. one claim to fame, not Weird Al related, but I guess uh, the movie The Princess Diaries, there's like a machine there that they used in that movie. So the same way that maybe you and I would go somewhere just because you know, Weird Al posted it on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I guess fans <laughs> of this movie will will visit just because that <laughs> machine is there. So uh, I cannot blame them <laughs> for for that. But Dave, it was such a fun weekend. I only wish you could have been there. You would have had so much fun. Thank you, Ethan, for recapping your amazing time in the Paris of the West, San Francisco, and SF Sketchfest 2024. I'm glad you had such an amazing time. Almost sounds like San Francisco could use that as some sort of tourism ad. And speaking of which, this episode is brought to you in part by Discover Darwin, promoting tourism in Darwin, Minnesota. Not only is historic Darwin, Minnesota uh, beautiful, it's also delicious. You know how San Francisco is mostly known for rice the San Francisco treat? Yeah, I mean, is there even anything else in San Francisco? You were just there. Can you think of, like, anything other than rice No, that's exactly why, to put Darwin, Minnesota on the map for being more than just a twine ball, I have a pitch for their official food. Wow, like broccoli? Nope, even better. It'll be a pasta dish called the biggest meatball of swine in Minnesota. 
a meatball of swine? Yeah, you know, swine, pork. Oh, uh, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't the point to showcase that Darwin is more than just the twine ball? Who said anything about twine? Um, uh... I mean, is San Francisco more than just rice-a-roni, the San Francisco treat? I guess not. Okay, you know what? I'm in. I will call Mayor Josh Johnson and get the ball rolling. Ball rolling. Get it? Get it? Uh, sorry, Dave. I think you took it too far. Just just forget I said anything. So visit Darwin, Minnesota on your next saucy expedition. Discover Darwin more than just the twine ball. And after you visit Darwin, Minnesota, be sure to attempt to visit discoverdarwin.biz. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast is brought to you absolutely free. Thanks to our incredible sponsors, Brita Brita, Wizard Burger, our very own Jackson Scoggins, and Discover Darwin. Our podcast is also supported by everyone else in our Patreon family, with special thanks to our amazing close personal friend-level Patreon supporters. Zach, Blair, Ajax, Gus and Alicia, Adriana, Jake, UH Jeff, Kenneth, Allison, Dana B, Casey, Scotto, Javier, Kev, Ron, Matt, Zeb. Also thanks to Brad and everyone else in our pretty stinking majestic Patreon family. If you enjoy our family-friendly, fun Weird Al podcast, as heard in the commentary track for Weird the Al Yankovic Story DVD and Blu-ray, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash 2000inch. There are awesome benefits like getting your name on the podcast, your own private RSS feed, which gives you early access to each and every single bonus episode, the possibility of hearing Ethan do karaoke, and the self-satisfaction of doing something important with your otherwise pitiful, meaningless existence. Once you join, you'll be the very first to hear our bonus episodes the instant that they drop. And as Dave said, you'll get to see me embarrass myself in front of TV and movies' Rob Schneider. And don't forget to check out our official merchandise over at shop.2000inch.com. All proceeds from purchases go directly towards supporting our fine podcast. We love hearing from our listeners and other Weird Al fans, so be sure to join our Facebook community over at group.2000inch.com and make sure you visit our Discord server for even more riveting Weird Al and Red Rump the Goody related conversations. You can find both of them linked on our website, as well as information about past episodes and past guests over at 2000inch.com or weirdalpodcast.com. Keep up on new episodes, podcast news, and events by following at 2000inch on Facebook, X, Threads, and Instagram. And be sure to subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. Not only does subscribing help the podcast, you'll be gifted a roll of bubble wrap for your next birthday. Plus, we also love it when we receive voicemail via our official patent-pending 27-hour-day podcast hotline, 347 Spatula, as seen in the illustrated Al, the songs of Weird Al Yankovic. That number is 347-772-8852. Give it a call or a text, and you might even hear your message in a future episode. Thank you once again to our very own Ethan Allman for recapping his amazing time at SF Sketchfest 2024 for all of us. And a big thank you also to Zeb Lemke, Claire Walsh, Owen Watson, Kate Willett, Melissa Clare, Webster Colcord, Beefalo Bill and Colin, Tara Lynn and Noah, Kiki and Josie and Jay, Dave Hill, Sam Levine, 
Tom Lewis, Jonah Ray, Nina West, Dulcie Sloan, Kevin Allison, John Appleton, Jen McGaffey, Troy, Becky, Mark, Michael Ornelas of Fine Dining Podcast, Javier Valdez, Brian A. Miller, Isaiah Ferguson, Adrian Vasquez, Josh Johnson, Josh Johnson, and Josh Johnson. Thank you to the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West for our incredible podcast theme song, and thank you to the Emmy Award-winning Weird Al Yankovic, as this podcast probably would not exist without him. And a big thank you to all of you, our loyal listeners, subscribers, Patreon supporters and sponsors, and everyone else who makes our podcast possible. Thank you for choosing Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. And until next time, remember to gill and chill, keep listening to Weird Al, and stay cheesy! Ooh, Ethan, you know what? I forgot to ask you something about SF Sketchfest 2024. Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. I was wondering if you managed to catch our friend, the mayor of Darwin, Minnesota, Josh Johnson, while you were there. Oh, I had no idea Josh was there. I would have loved to see him. No, I didn't. How could you not know he was there? His name is literally on the poster that you got me. Huh? What are you you talking about, Dave? Look, look, right there, right above Bob Odenkirk. It says Josh Johnson. I'm pretty sure that's not our Josh Johnson, Dave. Oh, it's got to be our Josh Johnson. I mean, how many other people could possibly be named Josh Johnson? Only like a million, probably. So, what you are saying is it's not Mayor Josh Johnson, but the Emmy-nominated writer and stand-up comedian Josh Johnson, who hosts the Josh Johnson Show podcast? No! No, I never said that! My guess is that it's the Josh Johnson, the third-string quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah, my mistake. It must be him. That was David Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast, episode 219-inch. Billy D. Williams, approved. At these parties, everyone whips out an instrument 